0: Well, grace and peace, everybody. I just wanna say thank you for joining another week's episode of Bridging the Gap. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Brozier, and I am delighted. I'm excited about presenting this. I know 2023 is here. My God, what a quick year 2022 was. When we begin to think about time, time in itself seems to be so fast. And uh, when you have kids, time just flies by so much quicker than you want. And so here we are 2023 and I'm excited about 2023. I believe this is the year of preparation for myself and uh, my ministry as we go forward into new ventures, new heights, new, new mountains to try to overcome and new valleys to go low into. I'm excited though because if God is for me then who can be against me? And so, hey, I trust a big God who can do big things. And I just got to put my hope and trust in Him, which is kind of where I'm going to go today, talking on the lines of faith. This week's episode is, this is actually season three. This is the third year uh, of this particular podcast. And I'm excited for those who follow and download these uh, podcasts and share them on their, their, their social media outlets. And you can go ahead and do that right now if you want to. Go ahead and share it to your social media outlet. You may be watching this on YouTube or you may be just listening to this on any podcast networking that, that is out there and available. Uh, I'm on it. And so I appreciate you stopping in. But 2023, 2023. This is season number three for myself, and this is episode two as we go into 2023. Last week we did, or last episode, we, we jump-started this, and this, this week I want to just simply talk to you on walking by faith. You know, we hear that particular verbiage. Often in our lives, we hear, we hear that, I call that churchese, uh, you know, we hear the mothers of the church, the pastors in the church, the lay ministers will say, you just got to walk it out by faith. You just got to walk by faith. And I'm going to dive deep into that. Well, not deep, but 20 minutes worth, let's say, we're going to dive into this and talking simply on the lines of walking by faith. And as I said, ready or not, 2023 is here. You know, in the new year, we often make promises we won't keep. We often try something new, whether it be a fad or a diet, only to try, only to give up only days, weeks, or even months later. We, we start off the race well. You know, I can hear Paul in my ears saying, you started the race well. Why didn't you finish? So we can say a lot of that uh, about our New Year's resolutions as weeks and months and and as days go by. And uh, so simply put, we're just going to walk by faith. Everything we do in life, we have to walk by faith. If you have your Bible, turn with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 5. I'm going to be reading verses 1 through 10. I know it's a lot of of reading today, but I want to break this down to you as simply put as what it is. This is going to be a year, and I want this, go ahead and post this in your, in your uh, uh, social media outlet, hashtag great faith, walk by faith, whatever you want to put. But I believe 2023 is going to be a year of great faith where we will not be able to get any credit. Man shall not get credit, but God Almighty will get all the glory. Amen. So great faith is the year of 2023. But 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 1 through 10, I'm going to be reading from the New Living Translation. And it reads this way, For we know that when this earthly tent we live in is taken down, that is, when we die and leave this earthly body, we will have a house in heaven, an eternal body made for us, by God himself and not by human hands. We grow weary in our present bodies, and we long to put on our heavenly bodies like new clothing. For we will put on heavenly bodies, we will not be spirits without bodies. While we live in these earthly bodies, we groan and sigh. But it's not that we want to die and get rid of the bodies that clothe us. Rather, we want to put on our new bodies so that these dying bodies will be swallowed up by life. God himself has prepared us for this. And as a guarantee, listen, as a guarantee, he has given us his Holy Spirit. So we are always confident, even though we know that as long as we live in these bodies, we are not at home yet with the Lord. For we live by believing and not by seeing. Here's the, that's the NLT version, but the King James version. For we walk by faith and not by sight. For we are living by believing and not by seeing. Yes, we are fully confident and we would rather be away from these earthly bodies for then we will be at home with the Lord. Verse number nine and almost done here. So whether we are here in this body or away from this body, our goal is to please him. For we must all stand before Christ to be judged We will each receive whatever we deserve for the good or evil we have done in this earthly body, the reading of the scriptures. Listen, we walk by faith and not by sight, or as the NLT version translates it, for we live by believing and not by seeing. Oftentimes we go through life and we base everything that we know off of what we see. This is where God Almighty, and this is where I want to teach to you today. This is where we need God Almighty to come in and we have to have faith in a God who is a, who our God is infinite. And in our finite minds, sometimes that's hard to understand, of a God who breathes things into orbit who speaks things there into existence when they're not there. We have to trust a God who is bigger than our thoughts, bigger than our ways, bigger and beyond what we can even think or even imagine, as the scripture says. We serve a great big God who is willing and capable. And I want to get this to you. He is capable of doing the impossible. Yeah, the scripture says, with men, all things are impossible. But with God, there's nothing impossible. All things are possible through our heavenly father who makes, who gives us access into the things that we don't see. And so this is why it is so important that we walk by faith and not by sight We have to trust a God who knows what's best for us. This is where faith comes in. God, I trust you to do the impossible for my behalf. You know, myself, and let me be transparent. I myself am believing for a supernatural outpouring from God that where man cannot get the glory, but God himself will get all the glory. And I will be the first one to say, it was the Lord who was on my side that brought this miracle. I have to trust him. I have to trust an invisible God. I have to trust an invisible uh, being who is capable of doing anything but failing me. We talked about the first the first episode of of season three, six things God cannot do. And I said, I, I would have loved to have added that God cannot fail. So I have to trust a God who cannot fail. He'll never leave me nor forsake me as we have talked about, but I've got to trust God knows what's best. And I have to walk by faith. I like what Bishop O'Neill says. Faith is a, uh, uh, a corresponding action. We have to act out. We have to work it out. We have to walk it out. We have to speak it out. Faith lies in our mouth and in our actions. That we believe that God is a healer. We have to believe that God is a provider. We have to believe that God is a deliverer. And we have to believe it. How? By speaking his word. What he said I can have. It shall come to me. He said, I shall be whole. I shall be the head and not the tail. I shall be the lender, not the borrower. This is God's word in Deuteronomy 28, his promises for those who obey the voice of God. Now, we understand that he was speaking to a nation, but we also have to understand God has principles in his word. And what he said in his word, we can stand on the principle that God is no respecter of persons, right? We have to understand that God uh, uh, looks at me as his child. We have to understand that God looks at me. He says, I am joint heirs with Christ Jesus. So therefore, I can speak those things that are the promises of God, and they shall be established into the earth realms I'm telling you, I'm just, I'm feeling faith as I'm talking right now, because I know that God has a bigger plan. He said he would go above and beyond what I can think or imagine. He said he can go above even what you think or even could imagine. That means God is bigger than your wildest imaginations. Whoo, glory to God. That means God is bigger than anything you can conjure up in your mind that you think he is capable of doing. He's bigger than that. He can go above and beyond that. So listen, we walk in this earthly flesh, as I was reading that full scripture, we walk in this earthly tent for just a few years, some some longer than others. You know, we think about the average age of a male, uh, you're, you're thinking 78 years we live on this earth. So you got 78 years. Let's just say you're an average Joe American or a person of this world. 78 years is what you have to walk in this earthly tent that God has given us, right? So what do we do while we're walking on earth? What impact are you having on this earth while you're living in this earthly tent? As for me, I begin to think I have to take every day so serious. I have to take every day because I don't know if tomorrow's promised to me. So I have to be as impactful as I can possibly be while I'm walking in this earthly tent. Now, I don't know about you, I can't take tomorrow for granted. I have to understand that tomorrow's promise to no one. And I have to understand while I'm on this earth, God's expectation of his servants is to go and lead. He told his disciples, "Go and make disciples." He didn't say go and just preach the word of God. He didn't just say just go and uh sing your song on Sunday mornings and maybe Wednesdays or whatever midweek service you have. He didn't just say, go and run a youth program in your children's church or your teen department. He didn't just say, go and just go to work Monday through Friday and spend all your money on Saturday and Sunday. But he says, go and make disciples. So while we're here on this earth, We have to be doing what God has called us to do. That is, as I've talked about in episodes before, that is going and making disciples. That is investing into people. That is pouring yourself into those who need something from God, that are desperate or hungry or or even lost, shall I say. For this is the season that we should walk by faith and not by sight. Let me ask you this, are you walking in the fullness of God, or are you just going through the motions? Come on, let that sink in for a second. Well, I go to church, I join, I join a particular group, I'm a part of the men's ministry, or you, you females watching, I, I'm a part of the women's ministry, or I volunteer, I help in the children's department, or I come to church and I give my offering. I give my tithe, I give above and beyond, I give towards the missions, I do a lot. So are you just going through the motions, or are you walking by faith? Let that sink in. Let that sink in, because oftentimes, even as a pastor, let me be transparent, oftentimes, I can catch myself going through the motions, not faking it, but there'd be just a normal, I'll get myself into a routine. Well, Monday, this is going to happen. Tuesday, this is going to happen. And so on down the week. Until the week is gone, and then I begin to think back on myself, what did I do that week? Did I go and pour myself into somebody? Did I share the gospel with somebody? Did I go out and interact with people of, of, of like faith and pour into them as well trying to make disciples followers of Christ there's weeks that go by dare I even say there's months that go by that I know I've fallen short I can just testify for myself and there's days there's months that go by even that I'm not walking by faith I'm depending upon my own understanding there's times that go by, I there's weeks that go by, months that go by, because I feel like I'm a pretty smart guy and, and I'm a budgeted kind of guy that I can take care of business. If a couple of months go by, if I never got paid, I've saved enough to know I can take care of my family, myself, my house. I won't be behind on bills. But sometimes I depend on my own understanding. I walk by my own understanding or I walk by my by own, my own knowledge and walk by my own seeing. <laughs> but God said in this word, well, the word of God reads, speaks this in 2 Corinthians, that we're supposed to walk by faith and not by sight. Whereas this scripture, which is why I read it, for we live by believing and not by seeing. Oftentimes I got to know what ABC looks like before I can move on to DEF. Many of you may be like that as well. You got to know what tomorrow holds before you can take that step of faith. And that's not faith. That's walking on your own understanding. But God is telling you right now, begin to lean not on your own understanding, but lean on God Almighty. Lean on the things that the the word of God says that we can lean on. Lean on the hope that my hope is not built upon this earthly flesh. But I know as I read this scripture, I know that he's already prepared a new body that my body is sighing and groaning for because I'm going to be face to face with my king soon and very soon. I know one day is coming maybe sooner than later. Maybe I'm not promised a 78. Maybe I'm promised a 95. Or maybe I'm promised to 48. I just need to understand that I have to walk by faith while I'm on this earth and live by faith. Speak faith out of my mouth. Deliver the word of God with boldness like never before. Deliver the word of God in the way that it can be broken down so that the immature can chew on this word of God. Break down the word of God to even the child who's just given their heart to the Lord, who is still a baby in Christ, can begin to nurture on the word of God. That is what I'm called to do. And I have to walk by faith. But if I sit here and say, hey, listen, I'm not going to make a podcast for the year of 2023. Because I don't feel like it's effectively ministering to anybody. I don't feel like it's reaching the mass that I feel like it should. Listen, I walk by faith and not by sight. I have to trust that God is going to give the increase. Somebody has to water, somebody has to sow, somebody has to reap. We have to do our part in this thing called life. And as we walk with Christ, And as we move closer to him, we have to understand that this is not about me. This is about a God who is bigger than anything I can think or imagine. Listen, you may be watching this on our local public network, on Comcast, Xfinity. Listen, I want to ask you this question. Don't wait until tomorrow to do what you can do today. I wanna speak that faith to you right now. Don't wait for tomorrow what you can do today. Yeah, I know tomorrow, if we wait until tomorrow, we may have more funds, or if we wait until tomorrow, you fill in the blank of what you can or cannot do. Listen, we have to walk by faith and not by sight. Listen, I feel the Holy Ghost right now in this room. I'm upstairs and we have this place called The Upper Room where we do our recordings. And I feel the Spirit of God on me right now as I'm about to to go into a season where I'm going to reap where I thought I did not sow. But here's the thing. We say say these words often, you're about to reap where you did not sow. (laughs) Here's God's blessing. (laughs) It's kind of like in a a charismatic T.D. Jake's voice. I like but listen you are going to reap where you did so what did I sow when you've the Bible says when you've done it unto the least you've done it unto me when you've helped that person who was broken and needed a hand up you did it unto me when you saw that homeless person needing some money and you thought in your mind they don't really need money They're just needing something just to suffice them. And you still gave of yourself. You did that unto God. When you volunteered in the children's department, when you didn't want to do it, or you were tired because these children were getting the best of you, or you felt like you were missing something in the sanctuaries. Listen, when you were pouring into those little kids, God said, You did it unto me. Who God, I feel your spirit. So I want to pray for you right now. Father, I love your presence. I love your spirit. And so God, I don't know who's listening to this or watching this right now. As for me, I feel your anointing. I feel your spirit as I am sitting here right now. Because God, you're moving obstacles. You're moving those things that were blocking the blessing, so to speak. And what I see, I'm a seer. And what I see in the spirit where is, this, is there's this pond or this creek. Let me say it that way. There's this creek. And there's a blockage that's been there for so long, almost like a dam. But I hear in my spirit that God says, I am removing what's been blocking what's been blocking the blessings that are coming your way, I'm removing them. I'm removing the blockage. I'm removing the stumbling block that's been held up for you because of your obedience. And because of your obedience, you will see my hand move on your behalf. I don't know who I'm talking to. I'm speaking for myself. But if that is you right now, I want you to reach up to heaven and say, I receive your word today. God, I receive your word right now. Father, you told us to walk by faith. Your word says to walk by faith and not by sight. So Lord, I'm going to trust, as my father used to sing years ago, I'm going to trust and lean on that unseen hand that guides me through this old wilderness. And some sweet day, I'm going to live and be with you forever as long as I hold on to the hand of God. So I don't know, God, who, is, who I'm speaking to. This is a season for them to trust you like never before walk after you like never before. For we shall walk by faith and not by sight. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. I feel his presence. I can continue going, but I appreciate you for stopping in and tuning in to Bridging the Gap. Again, I'm your host, Pastor Nate Brozier. We'll see you next time. God bless.